This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. According to the FBI, Jewish people make up less than 2.5% of the U.S. population, yet are victims of nearly 10% of all hate crimes. We'll talk to the head of an organization dedicated to fighting anti-Semitism. People who have these opinions have a greater outlet now through social media. And with people responding positively to what they're saying, they feel more emboldened and more empowered. Then, despite America's prosperity, a significant number of people are living below the poverty line at any given time. An expert explains the reasons. Given that there are only a certain number of chairs for the number of players, some people are going to lose out. And that's the analogy of musical chairs with poverty. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's show. InfoTrack gets underway right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Federal crime fighters report that Jews make up less than 2.5% of the U.S. population, yet are victims of nearly 10% of all hate crimes. InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco talks with a man dedicated to fighting anti-Semitism. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Experts who track this are alarmed by the rising number of anti-Semitic acts, adding that social media posts saying, quote, Hitler was right, unquote, rose more than 400 percent in one year. The nonprofit Foundation to Combat Anti-Semitism is out with a campaign to fight back. Executive Director Matthew Berger joins us now. Mr. Berger, tell us about your nationwide campaign to support Jews. What are the main pillars? We launched a nationwide $25 million advertising campaign focused on raising awareness about anti-Semitism, specifically focused on engaging and empowering people outside the Jewish community to understand what anti-Semitism is, to see what it looks like today, and how they can be part of the solution, how people can stand up to fight anti-Semitism the same way they would respond to racism or gender inequality or other injustices in their community. And how will you rally support for Jews? Our commercials are going to tell the story of what anti-Semitism looks like today. It's going to feature people who are Jewish being subjected to anti-Semitism, particularly instances in which they're targeted on social media. But each of the ads feature a hero who is not Jewish, who sees anti-Semitism and responds to it. So we're really trying to showcase the type of response we want people to have. And as we look for a cause of increased anti-Semitism, would it be, at least in part, some high-profile celebrities making anti-Jewish comments recently? Whenever somebody with a strong following starts to talk about anti-Semitism or makes comments that blame Jews for things, that resonates with some portion of the population, particularly people who are looking for someone to blame, looking for somebody to scapegoat. And so, yes, we do see a rise in anti-Semitic activity when people of note or famous people start to speak about it. But the good news is that at the same time, many people of note are speaking out against it. And so we're really empowering people to talk about anti-Semitism, to talk about the hatred and injustice that they see the community facing, and to bring their followers together to speak out against this. And you talked about blaming 
Some conspiracy theories have Jews supposedly using secret space lasers or acting to replace whites with people of color. Are these narratives becoming normalized in our society? What's happening is that people who have these opinions have a greater outlet now through social media. They have an ability to talk about this, to find like-minded people outside of their community. And with that support, with that recognition and people responding positively to what they're saying, they feel more emboldened and more empowered. And so when you get a group of people together, all cheering each other on with these kinds of perspectives, it emboldens people to take greater acts of anti-Semitism, to move from just saying negative things on social media to perhaps acting in a harassing or even aggressive manner in real life. And how has anti-Semitism's rise affected Jews' safety around the country? What we're seeing is a rise in anti-Semitic activity of a physical nature in major cities across the country. And so while a lot of the anti-Semitic rhetoric that we see might feel innocuous in isolation, what it does when it's all taken together can be really problematic. And aren't assaults on Jews up more than 150% recently? Unfortunately, that's the case. We're seeing more people feeling that they have an ability and the support network to take on these acts. And they're very hard to track. They're very hard to respond to. And so our community is focused on raising its security posture, on providing more security training and security infrastructure for synagogues and Jewish places of worship and Jewish places of gathering across the country, because a lot of Jews are really concerned that they don't know where the next anti-Semitic incident or the next violent anti-Semitic incident could come from. We're visiting with Matthew Berger, executive director of the nonprofit Foundation to Combat Antisemitism. The group is out with an initiative to support Americans who identify as Jewish, regardless of how they practice their faith. I know your message is broad-based, but what do you say to non-Jewish people who feel this issue doesn't relate to them and they don't have a dog in the fight? It's a great question. Our research shows that more than half of Americans don't recognize that anti-Semitism is a problem in this country today. That's why we're spending so much and engaging so deeply in awareness. We want people to see anti-Semitism as akin to the other issues that they speak out about. If you saw racism, if you saw gender inequality, if you saw the Asian community being targeted, you would speak up. Most people would speak up. And so what we're saying is if you believe believe in those issues, if you believe in fighting for justice and equality for all people, addressing anti-Semitism and the rising hatred towards Jews is part of the same conversation. So let's drill down on that exhortation to act or react. What is your advice to ordinary Americans who hear a friend or neighbor make an anti-Semitic comment? How should that be addressed? There are many ways to kindly and, you know, immediately say that's not right or I wouldn't say that. I don't feel comfortable with that statement. We've seen how language has changed when people speak up. The way we talk about members of the black community, members of the LGBTQ community, how we talk about Asian Americans in this country, language has gone out of favor because people have spoken up and said, you may not think you're saying anything bad, but people are going to 
to be hurt by what you're saying. And we believe that if we speak up and people recognize the anti-Semitic comments that others are making, obviously most of that is innocuous. And when people are saying it, when they're called out, most people will change their language and their habits. We've seen that change over time, and we want to see that change again for the Jewish community. And should we draw a distinction between people who make anti-Semitic remarks without meaning to versus those who do? And do we handle those situations differently? Absolutely. We think there are a lot of teaching moments that happen where we can talk to one another and recognize that a comment or an action may seem innocent, but actually people are being hurt. And we know that when we don't speak up about these actions, when we don't speak up about these kinds of comments, it allows it to be seen as okay, to allow these stereotypes and these othering of Jewish people to be accepted. And when the Jewish community is seen as other, or when any community is seen as other, they are more ripe for being targeted and scapegoated. And that's where you get actual harassment, where you get actual targeting, and it lays the groundwork for all the negative things that can come from anti-Semitism. Matthew Berger, Executive Director of the nonprofit Foundation to Combat Anti-Semitism. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. Next, why so many Americans are living below the poverty line. That story, coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. 